0: Welcome to the Freedom Fridays podcast with me your host, Pete Clark, The Whispers Guy. Work seems to expand to the time that we give it. And I've been investing my time, occasionally on a Friday, to explore how we use our time, our energy, our attention, and the impact it has on our identity. I've been exploring over season one, some of the mindset shifts in the handcuffs of I have to, to the freedom of I choose to. And I've shared some conversations, some tips, some tools about how you might want to invest your own time, your own energy, your own attention, how you might want to, if you choose to, make some changes to your identity, how you might have freedom from I have to and design a life around I choose to. If that's of interest to you, then this is the podcast for you. In season two, I'm gonna be exploring some experts and asking them what freedom means for them. And trying to help people work to live and not live to work. Trying to help people add life to their years and not just years to their life. So let's dive on in and here's season two. Welcome to this week's version of Freedom Fridays. Uh, I've gone solo this week, partly just to mix up a little bit and partly to share some reflections I've had based on a question I was asked. And I often get asked the question, you know, what book would you recommend? And my answer is always, it depends, because it depends what's going on and what you're looking for. But I was also asked recently, um, how do you learn, how do you stay fresh? And I'm in the fortunate position, I think, that I write a weekly Newsletter, which some of you subscribe to. I do interviews on podcasts. I record some solo podcasts. I journal. uh, I read lots of books and I read lots of articles. I take courses myself. And I thought we'd just share one of those with you that um, particularly struck me over the last few weeks, uh, and why it struck me, and may it may or may not um, strike you. And so some of you who are listening might remember a, a, a very famous sportsman called Johnny Wilkinson, um, ex-rugby union player, mostly known for kicking uh, a goal to win the Rugby World Cup 20 odd years ago. And he has evolved and now has his own podcast called I Am. Uh, He's got some fascinating guests, very different to perhaps what people would expect Johnny Wilkinson to be speaking about. Nonetheless, very interesting, I'm finding it. And one of his latest guests was a chap that I hadn't heard of before, uh, a chap called Peter Crone, C-R-O-N-E. Which, in the conversation, a couple of his quotes and a couple of his questions really struck me, because of what I'm experiencing, and what I'm going through right now. So, I thought I would share that with you now. A little bit of a caveat some of the views that Peter holds, uh, I don't necessarily agree with everything, um, but I'm actually keen on hearing from people that I don't necessarily agree with everything they say because they'll offer me something different. And, you know, there's a temptation these days to only, you know, live in our echo chamber, which kind of reinforces our own beliefs. And I'm very open to exploring contradictory, um, provocative, different views. Not because I'm looking to align with them, but more what might it help me understand about me and what I'm going through and, and those sort of situations. So I thought that's a little bit of a kind of health warning and a caveat. Don't necessarily subscribe to everything that anyone views, you, know, including me. Don't believe anything I say, but please do yourself a favor and go and test it. And so that's what I'm going to share with you. And there's really four main Four insights, four comments, four statements that Peter made that really struck me in and caused me to make meaning from that have been quite helpful in some ways The, the first one, with regard to stress and anxiety and he said, most people are trying to avoid a bad future that hasn't happened yet <laughs> which I thought was interesting in, in terms of yeah, that's often what I'm trying to do the reason I'm working hard or doing this or challenging that is to try and avoid a perception that I have that the future, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, will be bad. It will cause there'll be some sort of negative consequence. And something interesting that followed that was he said you actually can't change the future, which is like, you know, it's, a, well, it's, kind of, it's an obvious statement to make. But the reason he said you can't change the future is because it hasn't happened yet it's always in the future yet perhaps you can influence and you can you know manifest and you can imagine but you actually can't change the future because it hasn't happened yet which kind of makes logical sense to me the interesting thing he did say is that you can change your history and what he meant by that was that there are umpteen different ways to interpret what's happened to you and what's happened to you in order to make meaning from it, you've come up with a, a rationale, you've given it meaning, you've created a story, you've you know found a narrative that makes it comfortable to, I guess, accept in some ways. And we've carried that with us as a, a perception of the thing that happened to us. And what was interesting about the comment, you know, we're trying to avoid uh, a future that hasn't happened yet, we can change our history, is how we interpret the past and we can change that because it has happened it's happened to us and whilst it doesn't change the event that happens to us we can change or alter or let go or build up or catastrophize or dilute the memory of what happened to us which if I reflect on my current circumstances very much what I feel like I'm doing in a work and a personal space is based on how I saw myself yesterday which in many situations has served me but i'm you know colliding with reality in some ways that it's sometimes not serving me so much today and if i could sometimes be more conscious of the history that i've had that i've brought with me into today that i'm trying to avoid happening in the future maybe i'd be freer today and so that was the the first insight and as i listened to the podcast and as peter and johnny talked there was there was many more things that the second thing was which is complementary to what I've just said that life presents us with people and circumstances that reveal where we're not free. I'm going to say that again. Life presents us with people and circumstances that reveal where we're not free. Now, the reason it struck me was this irony around I've created this podcast uh, named by my, uh, you know, lovely Executive Assistant Keith at Freedom Fridays which is the essence of how do we be more free and it really struck me I wonder how many circumstances I've been put into where I've realised inadvertently that I'm not free and I'm a victim of my circumstance or I'm a victim of my history or I'm a victim to my own thoughts and I, and I keep them with me to in an attempt to keep myself safe so it, it really did strike me, you know, life presents us with people and circumstances that reveal to us where we're not free. Now, without holding the mirror up, I'm sure many of you listening can think of many situations in others where they are presented the situations that reveal where they're stuck, i.e. they're not free. They're stuck in the same par, paradigm, they're stuck in the same roundabout of going round and round and round and round. And we all know the cliche. You know the definition of insanity doing the same thing expecting a different result and so that really struck me i wonder how often and if i was to look at the situations and the people that life is presenting to me and i took and i took the lens of how is this demonstrating i'm not free it might actually really reinforce the concept behind freedom fridays and can kind I of work on setting myself free from the constraints and the chains and the paradigms and the beliefs that will perhaps serve me once but may no longer serve me and you know that's that one of the definitions I came across that stopped me in my tracks years ago is you know when you're on your deathbed you finally come to meet the person that you could have been as opposed to the person that you are meaning there's usually some sort of potential missing so that really struck me which was followed by a third question uh, which which was this was how would you play if you were totally free? now obviously in the context of the podcast he was referring to Johnny Wilkinson who was a, a rugby player and if he was totally free from constraints how would he then play? and I have taken it that the playing aspect is the playing of life, the playing of relationships, the playing of work, the playing of all the roles that we play in our lives and, and I reflected on there's the certainly situations where I can see I'm I'm not playing as if I was free, free to create, free to go left as opposed to right and catching myself relatively often, particularly in a work scenario where I don't feel that I'm free in its truest sense in order to come up with something unique or different or innovative Um, because it's a build on perhaps what happened previously so that question really struck me, how would I play if I was free and the logical answer is well I'd be more creative, I'd be more expressive, it would be more fun, I might get a different or maybe a better, maybe not a better result but it would be a different experience if I was playing whatever game I'm playing uh, if I felt more free. And then you know to round this off the fourth thing that struck me was um, Peter talked about fully committed, totally unattached. So fully committed to a better outcome uh, imagining what could be, imagining my highest potential but actually detached from how? detached from whether or not the outcome happened and what I've noticed is that comment made me reflect on how attached I've become to um, certain client outcomes how I've become attached to certain friendships, certain expectations uh, how I become attached to certain levels of performance and in myself, personally, professionally. And what it's caused is it kind of sucks the joy out a little bit. Um, I'm going with, with a preset expectation of what the result should be and, and what I deserve and how it will you know be good for me, my family, my friends, my clients, you know all of those expectations, some of which are conscious, most of which probably are unconscious. And how I then inadvertently feel better or worse based on whether those outcomes or expectations are met or not. So I- I'm definitely fully committed, I'm an all-in type of guy, as any of you who know me will will understand. But what I've been, what the comment made me reflect on is how totally attached I've been, how attached I've been to outcomes and expectations and what people think and what people think of me and whilst that's normal and it's been probably a bit of a blessing in some degree I've noticed over the last six months where it's been uh, potentially uh, a little bit of a curse and so uh, those were, this is one of the ways in which I learn and I immerse myself in growing and developing you know i'm teaching others and that's one of the biggest ways you can learn is to teach others and i'm not suggesting you need to be te- to be taught but the fact that i've listened to something on a podcast and it struck me and i've made some notes and i've journaled a couple of pages and i've written it down and i've taken the opportunity to record some of my inarticulate imperfect thinking will actually cause me to learn and grow more so i'm very grateful even if no one listens it doesn't really matter I mean I'm grateful that that I've been able to um, take that insight and you know for myself answer the question so how do you learn and grow Pete well by doing this sort of thing now whether you you did this and you posted it it's not about the posting of it it's the speaking out loud I remember a, a great educationist Brunner said you know how do you know what you think until you hear what you say and you know I could record this a number of times and make it perfect, and I'm, and I'm not going to because it's the imperfect. It's where the gaps are. It's where I can't, I'm not fully in flow to explain what I'm thinking that causes perhaps the, the most growth in me. And so that's my podcast for this week. This is the latest edition of the Freedom Fridays podcast, which is these four insights. Number one, most people are trying to avoid a bad future that hasn't happened yet. Number two, life presents us with people and circumstances that reveal to us where we're not free number three so how would you play if you were free and then four taking a round off, fully committed totally detached or totally unattached was the expression in, in some ways it doesn't matter so I hope that's helpful um, that's the end of the podcast for this week if you enjoyed it and you've enjoyed some of the conversations I've had please give us a like on your usual channels sign up for the weekly, whisper, weekly whispers um, Uh, blog and newsletter. There's some interesting things in there for for some people. Um, Thanks for listening.